the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Art Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ennis standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. For the nocturne, we send as our best this is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of Familiar Carol. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yes, indeed. Mike Rayley here. We're in our uh, we 37 years old this month. Uh, the Weekend Gardener started in 1985 after John Harris had made a pretty good go of it for 40 years on the Tar Heel Gardener. And uh, some, yeah, John started that in 1945. Even before that, the Raleigh Garden Club folks were coming on sporadically uh, starting in the 1930s with gardening tips here and there. And, and so a long tradition of, of gardening here on uh, WPTF. We'll see if we can keep it uh, going for another year or more or uh, several years, uh, hopefully. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. We're going to have some have a meteorologist on from the National Weather Service uh, just after the 1030 news today to talk about uh, what we faced what we got and what we didn't get and what the folks to the north of us uh, are definitely going to get in, I don't know, 
baskets full. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, the poor TV stations this morning have been uh, staying. You know, they, they were preparing they, they're for They're busy with it, yeah. They, yeah, they have, they have uh, you know, it really turned out to be not a whole lot, at least in, in Raleigh. And uh, Rufus, they were trying to make crepe Suzette out of pork and beans <laughs> and Vienna sausage. Bah. And that's hard to do, but, the, you know. It, that, that whole lot didn't help, uh, didn't happen this morning. So uh, we're th- we're thankful for that. <laughs> I am having to come in. I'm I'm uh, glad that uh, Nelsa was able to get in from Fuqua Verena, which did get a little more mm-hmm. than we got. And um, Monica Wood mentioned down down in Johnston County, they got uh, more. It's uh, been snowing a little bit and throwing a little ice here and there on the coast of North Carolina, and that all of that's moving up north, and it's. It's snowing in Times Square. Just off a live shot of that, so they are they got a mess ahead of them in nor'easter. We'll have more on that. We'll talk to to somebody at the National Weather Service uh, here on WPTF nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. Rufus, uh, are you going to be able to stay with us until eleven, or do you need to? Uh, yes, sir. I'm going to stay with you, and I. I think it's about time to hear the uh, Cliff Joyner saying of the day. Now, this is by the great Babe Ruth. Oh. He said, it's hard to beat a person who never gives up. So true. Amen. Amen. A survivor. (laughs) So, uh, Absolutely. If you're wondering who Cliff Joyner is, this is from a – uh, really, not, how would you describe uh, the uh, what, what I gave you? The address is, is it an address well, it, book or is it an address book? It's kind of a combination, a calendar, and, and has uh, little sayings in it, and the calendars and all kinds of things. That it's I real fancy looking, exclusively too. for the weekend gardener. Yeah. So, and, uh, Cliff uh, Cliff Joiner is a is was one of my childhood friends. Still a great friend. He is a financial expert, uh, uh, and he's he still lives in Nashville. He uh, was he went to school with uh, the governor. They all went. There were there were three of them that uh, got into they were at Carolina and got into law school. Tim Valentine, uh, Congressman Valentine's son, Steve, Roy Cooper, uh, and Cooper. Uh, and Cooper. Yes, yeah, way Cooper. we. That's, that was well, that was, they were the Coopers in Nashville. Coopers. So uh, Cliff Joyner was one of those, and he decided not to go to law school because his daddy had a red and white grocery store in Nashville, and his daddy needed him to come help him. So he went and did that and ran it uh, after his, his father passed away. And uh, a few years ago, he he decided to become a fa- he. He is so smart. Wow. He is. Uh, he may be the nicest person I know. But uh, next that, to me. Next to you <laughs> and Pam and Rufus and Jason. But he he's one of the nicest people I know. And so he, I'm glad to give him a little publicity. So Rufus, Rufus is responsible for that. But you, you yeah, really like that, yeah. that uh, I need to start, I need to get more of them and start handing them out or something for him. They're really fancy. So 919 <laughs> I'll get you one. Uh <laughs> Nelsa, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, 
back to gardening a bit since uh, Rufus is going to stay with us. Uh, Rufus, uh, we we haven't talked a lot about hellebores. We did mention them, uh, good shade plants. How are yours faring this year compared to other years? Uh, absolutely beautiful. Uh, they've, they've come along in spells. I've had one particular variety that bloomed at least a month ago, and I know that little cute thing when it comes out. It's a hybrid. Then we've got uh, another set. And it's 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 they're they're each little uh, echo environments they they seem to do differently, and the the the, the one thing about the hellebore is you don't have to touch them, don't do a thing to them. They're, now they don't like to be ignored exactly like poor old Daphne. I mean you don't have to look at them with scorn, but I've I've never seen any disease on one. I don't know why more people don't have them in there landscape because uh, they're, they're just absolutely so beautiful and so delicate delicate and yet hardy uh, I, I must have well I've got them over a two two and a half acres spread everywhere you look there's the hellebore they do spread that was a good word to use they do spread <laughs> here and there yeah, they do spread some of the newer varieties do not however hybrid varieties yeah uh, that that don't spread, but I, I like the old-fashioned ones. And by the way, Nelson, I was uh, redeeming a gift certificate yesterday at one of our sponsors, Logan, and they had uh, a great mini hellebore, uh, and the prices have skyrocketed. So there, there must be a shortage somewhere. Well, I mean, just uh, general inflation. Uh, Nelson was talking about that. Bird seed had 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 gone up a lot, for instance, for, well, for her, and yeah. a lot of other things. Yeah, but I mean, I'm <clears throat> I'm seeing it on the plant end too. I mean, yeah. we were getting we're getting a load of hellebores in, and I was like, I had them. We already thought they were high. We had some nineteen ninety nine, some twenty two ninety nine. Look, they're almost costing me that. They're they're it, it's crazy. So we're we're having to go up as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you, do you have uh, the old fashioned type or the or the hybrid variety? Uh, we both? get both. Yeah. 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 So uh, hopefully we'll have a fresh crop crop coming this week. Well, I I'm astounded by how low maintenance they are. But don't put them in the sun. Most I've tried uh, putting them in areas that may have some afternoon sun, and they haven't done very well. Yeah, they yellow out. Yeah, I mean, just just um, mine just went away. Pam, do you uh, do you have a lot of hellebore in your beautiful garden? Oh, love them, love them, love them. And I was going to ask Nilsa um, what her opinion is. I don't, I'm like Rufus, I don't touch mine. I just let them come up, bloom, and do their thing. But there are people who fastidiously will go out and trim all the old foliage off so that they only see the blooms coming up in the wintertime. What is your take on that? Well, um, for me personally in my own landscape, I, I don't touch them either. I just don't. Um, now, I will say um, I have had some in container gardens and, um, you know, perhaps some of the foliage gets a little burnt um, kind of through that January, February 
period and you, you can see the buds, the clump, it's about to come up and flower, but then it's right beside like a really burnt or, or kind of bad looking leaf. So in, in that case, in a container garden, I may be known to snip a couple of, uh, you know, leaves, but leaves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the same thing in containers, um, you know, whatever we had last fall and then you're wintering them over, um, you know, they, they're in smaller you know, confined roots and, you know, the roots are above ground. Um, and it's like, mm, those look tattered. They don't, they don't look like, like, why would you want to buy that? It has a bunch of brown or kind of gray leaves. So we'll clip some and then, you know, boom, the flowers are beautiful and the new foliage f- flushes out. But that would be the only time. And personally, in a homeowner's landscape, my personal landscape, uh, your landscape, absolutely, I'm on board. There's no reason to cut them or touch them. Now, when when the leaves from the the growth before the of the last year come on and they crumple up and, and look rusted and, and done, I clip those off. And in, and what I do, Pam, is I, I I take particular places where the the leaf matter is so heavy, I will sometimes cut those back when it when it they are so thick together. But other than that, I leave them alone. Yeah. Yeah, okay, because it's interesting the the different philosophies I have heard from gardeners about that. There are some who really, really like to clean them up and and prepare. Same thing with epimediums. I've um, talked to people who like to cut everything back before spring with the new flush of leaves that are coming up from those. But personally, I don't have the time nor the inclination, so... (laughs) I just leave mine alone. Now, I, I get questions. Uh, somebody the other day s- said they weren't about a house plant that was low maintenance, something that didn't need a lot of sun. I mentioned pothos. That's, yeah, pothos know, so. is good. Calitheas yeah. are good. ZZ plants are great. This is something I was hoping we'd get to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got in a lot of the um, the, the Hoya Henrii, the uh, sweetheart Hoya, which most of the time when you buy it, you're going to end up buying a cutting of a leaf, it's heart-shaped in the little pot, chances are it probably doesn't have a node to be able to flourish and grow, and they they are slow-growing. But still, what a great, fun plant. I mean, Mm. it's great for Valentine's Day. It's great for... Our, our younger generations that are that are you know curious about getting I mean children getting into plants that type of thing I did notice it's in the apocanaceae family uh, which which can be somewhat toxic but it's such a fun plant but calitheas there's so many forms and foliages and textures and colors of these uh, house plants now um, I just I love them. I mean the prayer plants, um, just Sansevera. The Sansevarias, yes, and that's a great low light plant, house plant, and tough and drought tolerant. Um, We have beautiful um, calanchos in now, and African violets, beautiful orchids, Mm -hmm. minis, and. Uh, mini orchids and uh, lots of little cyclamen, um, and they're in these little cute self-watering plants now. I mean, there's just, it's such a, a buzz right now, and, it, and it's, it brings a lot of joy, a lot of pleasure, and a lot of color into your home. I had a friend and on... Right uh, now, is, is if you're tired of the um, things like poinsettias and you want to set those in the background, um, little pots even of primrose, and, mm-hmm. and as, uh, as Nelson was saying, uh, African violets, stephanotis, a lot of colorful 
delightful plants to help you get through the winter. A friend of mine uh, on Facebook uh, mentioned uh, the, the showed had a picture of a Christmas cactus and said it was the first one that they had 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 for any extended mm-hmm. time. They had had a lot of uh-huh. trouble with them. Well, house plants uh, and I'm, I'm sure Christmas cactus. We tend to overwater everything. True, in in most of what we are speaking of. I mean, when it comes to like the foliage, um, when your heat's running, your air, your humidity's much lower. Uh, so it is good to kind of spritz them once a week if you can, or twice a week, just to put the humidity in the foliage. That'll keep the tips from browning. But um, you know, less is more. So less water is better. Plants can usually recover from being dry, but they can't recover from being wet. Another plant that I just was thumbing through my um photo uh, role here and uh cinerarium um mm-hmm. i can't think of if there's a common name but it's so underused um that's beautiful it, it looks like a african violet or something it kind of does um but or a daisy <laughs> oh the blues yeah the blues and the, purples you get off of those that's oh, what i'm showing mike is a really dark kind of blue purple and there's no carolina um, blue is there no sir okay no I, sir oh. i'm always looking for a carolina blue flower you for, know you for can Rufus, find so. a lot of red flowers on, on tons of plants yeah lots of beautiful dark red flowers but uh. you just don't find that blue yeah you just don't it's a shame it well the sky is blue so there you go <laughs> yeah yeah all right gosh there's yeah the, there's the little sweetheart hoya yeah isn't that neat is that a succulent or it, it is yeah you know succulents are, are very very popular they do they if you have those in an office or something they're not going to do well without a little bit of i mean they need some they light, probably don't need they? a little light but you'd yeah. be surprised there's really? some that will do pretty well uh-huh. and there's the look at we have the little the little mini selfie plants uh-huh. so they're in cute little containers that have little eyelashes and lips and the birkin philodendrons there's so many cool philodendrons that uh, are available now and the peperomias oh my gosh just the variegated just a lot of cool stuff we named a cat. Our first Melissa and I had a, our first cat was named Pepper Pepperomia because uh, she we had a plant in there. And that's what Melissa named it after the Pepperomia plant. How about that? Yeah. All right, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. More of the weekend gardener coming up. It's ten twenty five. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back on WPTF. Mike Rayley here along with my friend Rufus Edmonston, former Secretary of State and Attorney General in North Carolina and also Deputy Chief Counsel in the Senate Watergate Committee and the current Secretary General of Gardening. Also writer, big-time gardener Pam Beck, who has been on the show for Many, many, many years with us. And Elsa Cox, uh, one of our sponsors and a longtime friend, uh, owner of the Garden Hut in Fuquay, Verena. You know, WPTF and Wild Birds Unlimited reminds you to feed the birds this winter. With that in mind, our friends at Wild Birds Unlimited in Raleigh and Cary have given us a bug, nut, and berry cylinder bird feeder and 25 pounds of their famous no-mess seed. To win, go to contest tab at WPTF.com. Pam, uh, 
Have you got some some youngins running around? Huh? Yes, I got the twins are here. Um, I didn't know if that was Rufus Ru, coming from Rufus's phone or yours. So you? <laughs> no, my my must be Rufus's because my youngins are in the back part of the house, probably having a snack. It's uh, it's getting close to lunchtime, and they get you know the natives get restless. Yeah, this time nothing so, like a yeah. snack. It was Jasper. Jasper knocked over something. I confess. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> knocked it over with his tail. As dignified as Jasper is, he he does get into trouble sometimes. All right. Uh, so, Chris, uh, about an hour and a half ago, I posed a little stupid question about that. I've got a couple of Japonica camellias that are just about to open. Yep. Uh, and I and I'm a I don't normally go. I have this philosophy: if I've got to cover something at wintertime. And I, I don't bring it in. I, it doesn't belong here. Right. But I think that out of abundance of caution, I ought to go and cover those things tonight because we're going to have this warm weather in a four or five days from now and open them wide open. Then another another cold spell comes, and I might just not get I mean, a it, nice bloom. If you're going to cover it, I mean, fine, throw something light over it tonight. But well, when you say light, what would you recommend? I mean, a sheet, burlap, something like that. Okay. But, I got burlap. Um, you know, no fur coats or. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but, no um, plastic. No, no plastic. plastic. No plastic. Yeah. No. So it, but then get the covers off tomorrow as we start warming up because it, it, let it get the sunshine. And then, so you'd just be temporarily covering it for the night. Okay. Hey, Chrissy Anderson, uh, meteorologist at the National Weather Service, is with us. Chrissy, thanks. I know you all are busy this morning. Uh, How are you? Hi, Mike. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good here. Just like you said, a little busy trying to wrap things up with this storm we had last night and this morning. Yeah, very hard to predict, wasn't it? Yes, it wasn't like your typical storm because we were kind of just trying to see what that low pressure was doing off the coast and uh, how far away it is from us and how close it is. It all depends on how much um, snow we would get. But pretty much um, the main areas in our central North Carolina, we got um, along I-74 from Greensboro to Rockingham. They got anywhere from two to three and a half inches. Um, Yeah. So, and then over in Wake County, um, Southwest Wake, you know, Holly Springs, Fuquay, Verena, that area, um, we got reports of anywhere from half inch to one and a half inches. So that was a nice little swath. Um, a nice band of snow came in that area. Um, and once that um, snow left our area early or mid to late this morning, it's now moving up to the um, the strong low pressure is moving into the New England area and currently bringing them anywhere to 10, 15 inches of snow um, up in Delaware, Philadelphia, and the Long Island areas, also with strong winds up to 60 miles per hour and lots of coastal flooding. So um, I'm glad to be down here in Raleigh. Absolutely. So how did it affect affect our coast? um, Our coast, we got reports, like just reports of trace. So they just, and maybe in Wilmington, they got like an inch we're looking at. Uh Um, So they had a nice little fun snow Saturday with the morning snow. Um, I didn't see any reports too much of any coastal flooding, but I'm sure there was um, some areas that, you know, that are prone to flooding, of course, flooded. Um, But we, we pretty much here in um, central North Carolina right now, we're, um, 
our hazards are today will be the wind causing some wind chills in the mid to upper 20s. So if you go out there, make sure to bundle up a little bit. And then also tonight and tomorrow morning, any roads that will be uh, any roads that are still wet could freeze overnight. So we might have some black ice. Yeah. So the northeastern part of North Carolina, up in the Outer Banks, Elizabeth City area, they were supposed to get uh, affected by this low pressure system and, you know, Tidewater, Virginia. Are they, have they gotten, I don't know if you, we don't really, uh, the Raleigh office really doesn't cover that, but you know if. No, uh, we have some reports out there um, of about half inch um, to. Yeah, just like less than an inch. Um, but in northern, like in Virginia, um, Virginia Beach, Newport News, Norfolk, we got inches. Um, I'm sorry, we got reports of up to four inches okay. in those area. So it just, I feel like with this storm, um, band, like snow bands came through and some were like they became heavy and then they, you know, dropped all the snow and then were light. So that's why we see these like almost lines of. Uh, higher reports but yeah so pretty much all the norfolk and like to richmond or i'm sorry not richmond um east of richmond they got reports of anywhere from you know three four five inches and then out in the on the eastern side of the chesapeake bay where my aunt actually lived they got eight to eight to ten inches of snow so we got a lot of snow out there as well So, uh, folks traveling to the north uh, by car, you might, uh, on 95, for instance, you, you might want to uh, delay your trip or something. And then there will also be some some airline uh, delays and, and so forth, cancellations because of all of this. Probably if you're um, going to the north, maybe this afternoon, evening. But airlines usually prep away um way ahead of time with, you know, more salt, more crew, more everything. But 95, um, along 95 up uh, Virgin, up in Richmond, they got an inch. And once you get into Washington area, no matter what you're driving, you're always going to run into something. But they, um, Washington, D.C. area reported less than half an inch on the western side and up to two inches on the eastern side. So it really depends where you're driving and when you're driving. So how long is it going to stay cold? Are we going to be cold tomorrow and Wednesday? Or? Um, for the Raleigh area, yeah. we have highs. Um, well, tonight we have lows, like I said, really cold um, in the upper teens. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday should be in the 40s and monday we'll get a little bit warmer in the low 50s and then tuesday a little bit warmer into the mid 50s and then finally by wednesday we should be reaching um 60 degrees how about that okay the up and down of of north carolina weather yes welcome to our roller coaster right chrissy thank (laughs) you so much for for being on with us and and uh giving illuminating this a bit of course anytime have a wonderful weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. It's uh, meteorologist Chrissy Anderson at the Raleigh office of the uh, National Weather Service there on the North Carolina State campus. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. And, uh, you know, it, each season can bring problems for plants, uh, for people, and for automobiles. Now, you can handle that pretty nicely if you go to King's Auto Service. King's Auto Service believes in being proactive. 
for the maintenance of your car. And you really should because it, uh, I mean, you're going to have to spend money on your vehicle in one way, the, one way or the other if you want to keep it running. So uh, get some maintenance, get the belts and hoses and fluid levels and the antifreeze and the uh, batteries checked. Very, uh, very important about the batteries. Tread depth on your tires. You want to make sure that they can maneuver dry or wet. King's Auto Service can help you with all of that. Plus, they fix things, too. But uh, if you have a, a Prius or some type of hybrid vehicle, they have certified hybrid technicians at King's that can diagnose any problem you might have. They have options for the, the high-voltage uh, high battery pack replacement because you'll have to do that eventually uh, after 100 50,000 miles is kind of the the average for that, but they can go for a long, long time. But they can be cheaper than the dealer for the replacement. So no matter what kind of vehicle you have, uh, folks at King's are really smart. Go by, just start with a a battery analysis, for instance. Call them on Monday, get your battery checked. You can get uh, your oil chains also at King's Correct Lube. They're easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. And, you know, the the folks at uh, Wild Birds Unlimited are busy, busy uh, year-round, but especially this time of year. And they're so nice. Uh, We uh, we sure miss uh, old Jack. Uh, He was... uh, Jack Barmer owned those for a long time. His family, uh, his wife and, and daughter, continue to run those uh, Wild Birds Unlimited stores in Raleigh and Cary, and we're so thankful to have them as sponsors. They are giving away a bug, nut, and berry cylinder bird feeder and 25 pounds of their famous no-mess seed. And if you want to win it, all you have to do is go to the contest tab at WPTF.com. All right, more of the weekend gardeners straight ahead. Not much, but some. 1047 WPTF time. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country. The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back at uh, 1051 here on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here. Miss Clapp is uh, off today, and uh, she'll be back with us next week. And uh, Pam Beck, the lovely Pam Beck, is out there with her grandchildren and Mike out in the Hurricanes. And uh, Rufus <laughs> Edmonston, <laughs> Rufus Edmonston, that's that's the same, right? The former Attorney General and Secretary of State is with us, getting ready, getting revved up to go to the Carolina State game, or the State Carolina game, as I refer to it. So um, we've got Herb, who's who's out this morning. I don't know if you're driving, or Herb. Good morning. Yes, Mike. Good morning. I like to say one thing: the guy that answers the phone, Jason. Yeah, he is a nice fellow. He is. He's a really good producer too. Uh, we're glad. <laughs> he to, really is. Glad to have Jason with us. Yes, let me up. Well, I was wanted to tell you, this is one of the best shows y'all have ever done today. Is that right? 
Yes, sir. I give it five stars. Ah, uh, well, we uh, oh. we we are always shooting for five stars, but uh, you know. Now you know. A couple of weeks ago, we the first hour we talked uh, a lot about nabs. Uh, that that was a pretty good show too. <laughs> I, I think we've been able to cover a good bit of plants today. Has we have? Really nice. Yeah. Yeah, we don't always do that, but we we kind of get sidetracked. But that's just uh, just the way my mind works. It's yeah. my fault. It's my <laughs> fault. So you just have to have to live with it. Yeah. So, but well, I, you're very kind to say that, Herb. Well, it's true. I mean, I just, I just uh, that there was a person you were talking about. I don't mean to get off the subject. Down in Nashville, Cliff Wilson. Cliff Joiner, yes. Yeah. That is one of the nicest people I have ever met. You know, Cliff. Yes, sir. Gosh, everybody well, knows Cliff. I guess I, I um I um used to work with a company called Nestle, like chocolates and. Oh yeah. So when he ran the grocery store, you probably yes, ran into and him. And he was always so polite when you went in. You talked to him. He was just he was just a nice man. He really I've never yeah I I really don't think I've ever ever met him. I'm kind of prejudiced. My mother was sweet, but yeah. uh, Cliff is is maybe the nicest person I know. Yes. So. so. Anyway, the reason I called, I, I won't wait to the end, so in case somebody else called and asked this question again. When is the, where is the Chitlin Club, uh, Cook going to be next week, the Chitlin Club? <laughs> well, there's heavy security involved in this. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah. let the great one speak on this subject. The gentleman oh, okay. from Watauga County is recognized. Yeah. Well, uh, this is the club started about 1947 by Carr Scott, who was governor, he thought things had gotten too fancy in Raleigh with all the t- highfalutin meetings and tuxedos <clears throat> and formal dinners, and he, he wanted a, an occasion for the common man, so he declared there would be a, a Wake County Chitlin Club, yes. and it has existed for all these years except for four or five when uh, one of the leaders, the, the, the latest Ayatollah before I became the great one, died. And I revved it back up after four years. And you, you, you have to have a member sponsor you uh, to become a member of the Wake County Chitlin Club. As I mentioned, there's a lot of security involved. Yes, yes, I understand. Uh. Sounds like AA to me, but <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure that's involved somewhere too. I don't know everybody who's in there, but uh, it, it could be. I tell you that there's some. There are some highfalutin people who have been members of that over the years. Well, I got on the computer today. I can't find the location. I know it used to be at Toot and Tail, but it just it didn't give any information on the computer today. So I was calling to see where it was going to be. Myself, my twin brother, wanted to come to it next week because we love a bunch of chips. Well, are, are, are you a member of it? No, sir. Let's see. We... Jason will get your information. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what. Yeah, give Jason your information, and let me go to work on that because we have the what we call the Chitlin Investigative Agency, which yes, is sir. the CIA. Yes, sir. That investigates the the character of, of potential members, and we'll yes. be back with you. Do you haven't worn a uh, tuxedo or anything lately? Have you heard? Um, yes, I have. Uh-oh. Well, but it's been, it's been a few years ago when I used to be in Sing and all that. You know, we had to... Okay, well, so a few years ago. Yeah. All right. Yes. Well, Let all of this is going to have to be looked into. Yes. 
My brother and I both volunteer with RPD, Raleigh Police Department, volunteers. Oh, my gosh. And we've been doing that for about seven years. Oh, my years. goodness. Well, we so, might need extra security out there, Rufus. I sometimes, yeah, that's right. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. but Yeah, leave your, I, leave your information, and I will uh, I will – Jason, if you can text that to me, and I'll text it to uh, Brother Rufus. Okay. Yeah. And his people. Okay, and his people. Yes, sir. Yeah. We sure yeah, he's got. Now, I'll tell you, if there's anybody who's got people, it's Rufus. Yes, he does. So, <laughs> we love Chitlin's. Even one thing better than a good mess of Chitlin. What is that? That's two good messes of Chitlin's. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this this guy was born to be a member of the Chitlin Club, Rufus. Oh, it sounds to me like he's he's grounding the bend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna put you on hold, Herb. Okay. All right, but thanks so much for the compliment and and uh, thanks for mentioning my uh, my friend Cliff Joiner uh, again. We'll give all the publicity we can to Cliff, and you have a nice weekend. Well, thank you. Take you take care. All right, buddy. All right, nine one nine eight. Well, we don't have time for another call, really. Uh, Pam, uh, what are you going to be doing besides taking care of grandchildren? You can do anything in the yard, or have Mike do oh, anything in the goodness. yard? <laughs> I've got a few um, bulbs I need to get out there. I know it seems late, and ideally, I would have put them in last month. But you know, the best laid plans of mice and men. So um, possibly go out and get some bulbs in this week and cut back some ornamental grasses. That's about it. Uh, what, what are you going to be doing? Well, you're just going to be working, aren't you, Nelsa? I am, yep. Taking care of your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a pack of dogs yeah, over I there. Yeah, I mean, just going to check out some color at the garden hut and yeah. uh, have a nice Y'all evening. are open today? Yes, we are, till 5 o'clock. Till Come 5 o'clock. fresh plants and uh, color and foliage and um, birdseed. Got about 30 seconds, Brother Rufus. Uh, you want to make any predictions about the affair that you're getting ready to, to go to there at the Dean Dome? I've never heard of an original word said about anybody dealing with sports. Yep. I, I think it's the most talked about and most uh, uh, ungrammatical, crazy stuff that you've ever heard from sports. But we're going to whoop the living daylights out of Nelson's team today. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you you have uh 10 seconds to to canter banter <laughs> retort well you know how i like to let the clock run out and get in my go pack okay <laughs> miss pam but we we'll love you see we'll see uh, uh georgia state yeah we'll maybe love they you, play pam. Today. yeah we, we love we love all, all of you, of you. We love yeah, it. Jason, thank you. We love our listeners. We love uh, the folks on this show. And uh, have a nice weekend.